0: That's good. All right, welcome everyone from the Defi community. It is Michael here. Today we have with us Ben from BadgerDAO. Looking forward to talking to him. For those of you who are new here, please hit the subscribe button, hit the all notification bell. We do all sorts of cool interviews and share all sorts of interesting information. Ben, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Good uh, good to connect with you today. Do you wanna start by maybe giving us a quick intro to what BadgerDAO is all
1: about? Sure. Um, so Badger DAO was a fair launch DAO kind of in the same vein as Yearn maybe, right? In that we were launched by like one guy with a little bit of money who just kind of started something yeah. without really that much of an idea of where it was going to go. Uh, Chris Spadafora or Spadaboom. Yeah. Uh, and we're focused primarily on, we yield farm, but we're very focused on Bitcoin. So our whole mission is to kind of bring Bitcoin to DeFi, which means creating a better yield environment for Bitcoin in the DeFi environment, right, across multiple chains, Mm -hmm. as well as providing products for users to earn yields and interest on their Bitcoin. Um, The other thing that has happened over time is that we tend to be pretty good in ecosystem, right? So Chris is a very, he's a been doing blockchain consulting for eight years and is pretty well connected and is, is good at this, right? So we, we've moved very qu- quickly towards this like partner first thing. So while most yield farms, like for example, urine or Harvest, right? What they tend to do is take all of the underlying yields and like we call it vamping it, right? They sell it all for something else. They just dump all those tokens and auto compound it back in. We're moving more and more towards strategies that maybe auto compound like 10 or 20 or up to like 50% of the assets. And then the other half are emitted in some sort of an other yield bearing productive asset that carries that that still has that token, right? So for example, on convex, we have these convex sets and instead of selling all of the curve in the convex for more Bitcoin, we sell 20% of it. And then the other 80% we emit in auto compounding vault tokens that hold the convex tokens, right? Interesting. Um, so it allows it allows maybe like more DeFi kind of aware users that maybe want exposure to more than one thing to like collect a bunch of different tokens with their Bitcoin to be exposed to like the protocols that we think are the, are the up and coming thing. Um, and then at the same time, we have this IBBTC product, which is just an interest bearing Bitcoin, right? The idea is that's fully just auto compounding and it's a basket of all our other products. Mm -hmm. And actually working on ways to have IBBTC receive maybe a little less yield than it would as a normal auto compounder, right? Mm -hmm. But it's easy. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, all of the extra awards are paid back to the people that are staking in the vaults and are not receiving all Bitcoin, right? So that people will actually get more emissions than they would from any other yield farm by sacrificing some of their Bitcoin auto compounding, Uh, to the people in IBBTC that want 100% auto compounding. So we're starting to try to figure out how to like tranche our investments and focus maybe more towards like products that are like really easy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've got Bitcoin, like I want 5% interest, put it in. Right. And then the other side, this pro version where it's like, I'm a DeFi Deegan, and I want to explore this space and deposit in all of these different you know, places and things and, and explore the ecosystem while at the same time allowing this IBBTC thing to hold decent yields and getting some additional benefit from it.
0: Nice, nice. Well, what's, so that's super valuable because one of the things that I notice is if you go on to a lot of these lending protocols and you want to lend out and get some yield on your Bitcoin, the returns drop really fast. It's like, hey, for your first half of Bitcoin, we're going to give you 4%. But then by the time you get to five bitcoins you're getting nothing on it and uh so there's a lot of people i think who want to get some yield on their bitcoin and want to take advantage of that so yeah how uh how does it work uh from this standpoint i mean are you yeah what's the mechanics of how badger dow works to generate yield for people
1: so i mean it's I, I, I'm I'm not sure how, where your listener base is, but it, 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 it very basic, it, it was built off the V1 urine vaults, right? So it's a thing. It takes some want, right? Usually like a curve token or some sort of a token that's already deposited in something. Right. And then basically stakes that wherever it can be staked. And then auto compounds that into the result, right? That's the base. That's the base urine V1 thing. Right. And then, yep we have this thing on top called the badger tree so in most urine doesn't emit to, like their own governance tokens but if you go to like harvest.finance or most of these things like what you tend to do is stake in a geyser that just every block you get more rewards right and it's a very like, simple thing mm-hmm. the Badger tree actually takes all of the emissions and handles them off chain so it enables us to do things like saying okay well this user's staked in this set right? There was this much returns. We auto compounded 20%. We're going to take like the convex tokens and put them in another vault, like another urine V one vault that auto compounds that, right? And then also emit those to users. So when you go to claim tokens on Badger, you're not just claiming the Badger tokens that we're giving you as an award, but you can also be claiming all of these other tokens, right? So another example is an Arbitrum. We have a Sushi WBTC ETH set, right? That Then emit Sushi ETH as a token. So it auto compounds into the Sushi ETH, which then has a higher yield, right? Yeah. And so then a user can sit there, they keep their Bitcoin, they get a little more Bitcoin, and then they're also stacking up on Sushi and ETH, and they're getting the auto compounding of that. Um, and so that's kind of the sorts of things that we work with and in, in, in where we're kind of at. Crazy,
0: crazy. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning so I can understand this well. So first of all, uh, you need to have wrapped BTC or some sort of uh, like something like that. You can't use BTC directly or how does this work? Uh,
1: we, well, so to, 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 to do DeFi in Ethereum, you need, a, you need like a, yeah, some sort of a wrapped Bitcoin. Um, yeah. We have a bridge. So if you go to app.badger.finance on Ethereum, there's a Badger bridge there, yep. uh, which basically uses the Ren bridge and you can actually deposit Bitcoin directly into our sets but inherently what's happening there is that your Bitcoin is being bridged. You've got to like wait, you know, for the six Bitcoin transactions, which takes forever. Um, <laughs> and yeah, in the end, the Bitcoin has to be wrapped.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So basically uh, it's all done on Ethereum. This uh, what's happening with Badger, is that right?
1: Was, um, we tried BSC um, we were, we were late to the game and we were like another Bitcoin yield farm and we didn't emit anything. So like, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we did it for a little while. We learned a lot. It didn't work out so well. Um, two or three weeks ago, we did a beta on Arbitrum and we actually have some vaults there, but we're not emitting any tokens cause there's nothing that really had a super appealing yield environment. Um, and then last week when Curve launched an Arbitrum, we launched a bunch of vaults with them that are emitting. So we also have. Yeah, we're also on Arbitrum, which is interesting. Arbitrum, the, the, the cool thing about Bitcoin on Arbitrum and, and Polygon is that Badger can't do it yet. We're working on our bridge, but you can bridge Ren directly in, yeah. right? So if you're a small, a, 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 you know, a shrimp or a small user, right, and you've got like a thousand bucks in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. to try to bridge that to ETH and then deposit it in a set, you're gonna spend like $300 in gas, right? Um, now that you can bridge your Bitcoin directly into like Arbitrum, for example, right, you can do it, you pay, you know, the, the 15% or 0.15% fees to bridge and like a little bit of, of gas for the Bitcoin and, and maybe like 10 bucks for ARB, but like you can actually invest again, it was like this when we opened a year ago, right, you can invest a 1000 euros in Badger, bucks in Badger and it made sense. Nice. Um, but on Arbitrum you can again, so that's great.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Cool. Okay, so you're gonna operate on Arbitrum or uh, or ETH typically at this point in time. Yeah. Maybe soon you'll have Polygon. Maybe you'll have some other chains. We'll see. We can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending on what's uh, what's going there. And uh, so basically, heavily focused, but you don't just do uh, don't just do Bitcoin. You do a bunch of uh, a bunch of different assets, right?
1: So basically, everything we do. Has something to do with Bitcoin, right? We've got a bunch of pure Bitcoin sets. We also offer some WBTC ETH on Sushi Swap on both Arbitrum and Ethereum, right? So that's a, a mixed LP position, and we're doing TriCrypto on ETH and uh, Arbitrum. So that's USDC, our USD ETH and WBTC, right? So those are all kind of different investment profiles, right? Like Bitcoins, pure Bitcoin. The the if you're just I'm mega cap I want to make the mega cap crypto investment. There's WBTC ETH, yep. right? And like cry crypto, you add a little dollars in there, and it's not quite as volatile. Mm. Um, so for somebody that like doesn't want to like yeah like that gets freaked out by like their thing dropping by twenty five percent, like then it only drops by sixteen or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it only goes up by sixteen, and then. You know, again, we've got a few other sets. So like the convex sets, because convex, we're using convex to farm Bitcoin and because with the convex tokens, we can vote for more yields on Bitcoin. And so that by having lots of convex, we can create a better yield environment for Bitcoin and DeFi, right? We've doubled down there. So we have a bunch of vaults around like convex, or auto compounding convex. We just launched a locking convex vault today that has like really high emissions. So if you lock your, if you lock your, uh, your convex there, right? You're getting extra emissions from Badger. And then we're basically using all of that to vote for more emissions on Bitcoin and in DeFi, right? So that's like more on the RAN and SBTC uh, pools primarily. And over time, we'll be like working on those dynamics. We've, you know, the bribing thing suddenly like came out of nowhere right and it's like well you know like maybe we could accept a bribe for like hey if you want us to like put some yield in sbtc instead of tbtc you know like maybe we could be bribable within the sets that are bitcoin and that our users are in a little bit yeah Um, but but other than that not really right so we don't have any like usd or any like pure other stuff i guess i mentioned sushi eth but the same thing that's like a helper and that it, it actually is deposited into by a bitcoin vault right and it helps get better yields
0: yeah, yeah. I notice on your site you have, uh, you also have Badger. You have Dig. Uh, we'll, we can talk about the tokens in a second. Uh, CVX Helper. This is Convex. And uh, yeah, those are, I guess, the main ones that aren't something to do with BTC in their name. What's uh, what's the CVX? What's the CVX Helper? what's that all? about?
1: So, so the CVX Helper. There's also the CVX CRV Helper, right? So the CVX yep. helper, CVX is the Convex governance token. Okay. Um, And so that with that, basically, you're able to vote, you know, convex lock. So there's also the CRVs or CVX CRV, which is convex locked curve, which they've got an incredible amount of. Um, And then using the convex, you can influence how convex votes on those things, right? So when convex launched, they only launched like maybe two months ago, and they were Offering a lot of yields, just stake your convex and get more convex, like in a t- typical LM event, right? So at first, what was happening is that our badger sets were all, you know, we moved everything to convex, and then again, eighty percent of the convex tokens were going into this BCVX, the convex helper, and eighty percent of the curve were going into the CBX crv helper. Okay. Right. Yep. Now we're trying to move. If you go to, there's a guarded launch tab there, uh, so it's a brand new vault that launched today. It'll go public in about a week right but there's now this locking convex vault so now we're trying to get everybody to move into you know we don't want to force people into it we don't want to emit locked tokens We want to emit something that people can trade yeah but the idea is is that we will give much more rewards if people take their convex and actually lock it with us in which point we then have control over it for 16 weeks and can use it to vote for better yields on bitcoin um, with the idea that anybody that is into badger is into bitcoin is into defi right like it's there's starting to be a lot of different reasons to to put your tokens with us
0: totally yeah absolutely absolutely playing around with it cool and so you mentioned something earlier about you do stuff off chain uh talk to
1: me a little bit about what's going on there okay so the typical geyser mm-hmm. right um that emits governance tokens or not or whatnot right is just set up to like every block right like add this many tokens right and yep. it's just happening on a block by block level and there's not a lot of, of processing what happens at badger is that every two hours this job runs that goes and collects data from subgraphs and understands like what harvests have happened and who's deposited in all the sets right and and, and takes all of these helper tokens and everything that is there to distribute yep. right and then distributes it across the user so instead of it just happening in a very simple, like, here's this simple thing. And the one thing that you can tell it is, you know, like every block emit this many tokens or this many yep. pieces of a token, yep. right? With us, it's like, there's a, a lot of logic. We have a lot of ability to do a lot of different things. And what ends up happening is every two hours, this cycle runs in a delivery of whatever tokens you deserve is, is delivered to the badger tree where you can then hit claim on the site basically, and you can see a list of all the tokens that that you have to claim.
0: Interesting, interesting. So, okay, so if I understand this correctly, I can go and I can deposit my tokens on there. I can, uh, you know, they're generating yield and auto compounding or whatnot. Uh, But then on top of that, there's all these different bolts, all sorts of stuff. And you guys behind the scenes go and say, hey, this user has this much here. And then we have these other things going on. And so you can kind of aggregate and give them like a collection of different yield uh, from multiple vaults, even though they're not necessarily participating in those. Is that right?
1: Yeah, no. Well, kind of. Okay. So yeah, we're not there yet, but it it would be possible. Right. Let me give you. So let's say you take a bunch of REN BTC and put it in the REN pool, right? The convex REN pool. So now if you hover over that, you'll see that the emissions, right? There's like... Some mm-hmm. portion of it that's auto compounding, mm-hmm. some portion of it that's auto compounding convex, and some mm-hmm. portion of it that's auto compounding CVX CRV. Okay. But like any yield farm, like we harvest, right now we're harvesting every like few days because it's so expensive, like gas is just ridiculous. But when we harvest, yeah. right, we claim all of the, from your rent state, right? What yep. comes out of that is CVX and CRV tokens. Yep. So the harvest goes and it takes all of the CRV and it swaps them to CVX CRV, right? Which yep. is the convex locked curve, yep. right? And, it, and, and then it takes all of the convex also, right? Yep. And it deposits those in two other Badger vaults, the two helper vaults, yep. which then deposit those in their own geysers and start auto compounding.
0: Okay. So yeah. the moment
1: yep. the harvest runs, it's actually producing two other vault tokens.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. plus yeah. auto compounding. Yeah. Now we need a way to distribute those vault tokens, right? The harvest right, is course, wrong. We course. send yeah. all these vault tokens to a contract, but now we need, so what the what this backend job does is it says, okay, like this harvest ran, there's this many tokens, right? The harvest ran over the last three days. Yeah. So for the next three days, I need to distribute this, you know, the tokens out at this right. level. Yeah. And then every two, two hours or whatnot, you're gonna get your delivery of the Badger tokens, right? Which are governance yeah. tokens that we're emitting. plus these help vault tokens, which are the product of our farming activities.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. makes sense. So it uh, kind of figures out how to distribute those tokens that you are really entitled to based on your share in the original vault. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Sounds good. And then I noticed when I'm on on your site here, uh, you list yearly ROI and you have these ranges. Twelve twelve point zero four to twenty-eight point eight one percent, eighty-two point one nine to one hundred five point four seven. Maybe I'll share this screen so people can see what's, uh, what I'm talking about. But uh, what's up with the uh, the, ranges the ranges that are there? Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's something that we implemented about a while ago, and we're we're kind of working on over time. But it's something called Badger Boost, right? So. The typical problem that yield farms have that we also try to help our partners with through the partner first thing is that if you just launch a vault, right? Everybody tends to just collect all your tokens and dump them, right? Yeah. You, you end up with a lot of people just selling your tokens. And oh, so yeah. your some sort of utility, right? Or else people aren't gonna buy it. The typical governance token Thing is supposed to be that, you know, if somebody controlled more than half of the governance tokens and they could like steal all the money and that would be bad. Yeah. But, like the reality is it doesn't, you know, like if somebody stole the money, the protocol would be good. And it just, people, it, it doesn't seem to actually work out like that um, yeah. in most places. So Badger Boost is kind of another idea to make that more true. The idea is, if you actually click on this boost thing here. Do you see it over there? Yeah. yeah. So the, and just go to boost optimizer, maybe. So the idea, is the ratio of how much native to non-native you have. So native tokens are our tokens, Badger and Dig, right? Yep. And non-native tokens are like Bitcoin or other tokens um, adding. So like, if you can just click up, like go to like 2,000 native. So that would be up like for 5,000 in Badger, right? And then go to non-native, like 10,000 yep. or more, right? And you'll see, so as you go up, your boost is going down. Right. Uh, and, and that means that your yields are going down. So at a hundred percent stake ratio, which means if you have a, the same amount of badger in Bitcoin, yep. right, you're gonna get the very max end of that range. Yeah. If you have zero badger whatsoever, right, yep. like you're almost not going to get any badger. Right. So really, and, and it's something that we've been talking about in a sense, it, it it's great because it keeps everybody in the system. But in another sense, if you have any substantial amount of money and you want to deposit in badger and you want it to be effective for you, right, you also have to buy a bunch of badger. Yeah. Um, and so part of the question is like, how much people are badger are people willing to buy? And if we already gotten all the people that are willing to buy that badger to buy it, right? Sure. And it's kind of like, you know, like, how do we do it? It works really well for smallholders, right? If you're, if you've got like 5k in Bitcoin and you're like, Hey, I want to try badger and you're on Arbitrum and you're like, okay, like, let me drop, you know, a thousand in and buy 500 in badger and see what happens. And like, once people feel it and they're feeling the gains, right. Then they want more, but yep. for somebody with a lot of money, it's a lot of money to spend, to start feeling the gains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, we're, that's a constant conversation and it's kind of an evolving thing, but, this is our ability to try to just stop everybody from dumping all the badger. And then we also have this dig token, which is a rebasing Bitcoin. It's a bit like ample forth for Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and we also count that as non-native, right? So if somebody more wants to take exposure to like a real Deegan Bitcoin product, uh, you can do that, or you can take the badger governance token and then use that to balance out your staking.
0: So sorry, go back. And what was, you're mentioning about the dig token. So it's it's, uh, pegged to Bitcoin. Um, Well, rebases,
1: right? So, are you familiar with Ampleforth? Yeah, 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 I am.
0: But but explain it to our visitors or our viewers anyway, just so that uh, people who aren't familiar.
1: Okay, so basically, the way that Dig works is that every day at I think 4 p.m., Dig rebases up or down based on its price. So if Dig is you know I the numbers I'm not super clear on but like let's say digs 20% below peg it's 20% below what it should be yep right like it will remove a bunch of dig from everyone's wallet and from yep. all the L such that it moves one tenth closer right and the idea is that over like 10 days or maybe it's two weeks you'd eventually get there yep so it's Bitcoin that you hold that's supposed to be pegged to Bitcoin and the price can go up and down also your supply can go up and down and by changing the supply we try to hit a Uh, price right and dig dig has had a storied history if you scroll down uh you can only really see one month but you know when we first launched dig it went like absolutely crazy right it was like when dig and it was this mad thing and it was it like at some point like dig was like worth like a hundred thousand dollars and it was like rebasing a token and it was like rebate i don't think it goes back that far you could look at it claim gecko but it it was you know like i mean it just it was unreasonable what happened right followed by Two or three months of it losing like 95% of its value, I think, right? So then it had a long and slow demise. At which point, a bunch of our community members, and this is one of the coolest things about Badgers, that we really are a community-first DAO, right? So a bunch of our community, they were kind of, you know, there's a channel full of memes about people like losing all their money and like how long is this going to keep going on, right? And at some point, it was like, okay, like let's together get together and do something about it. Yep. And they voted to take like 20% of the dig supply um, and put it into LP with Bitcoin from the treasury. So to really create a solid state trading base, right? So now there's a lot of liquidity there, which means, and, and backed by Badger, which means that like larger holders can like trade with a little more security, nice. right? And we kind of doubled down on this options. It was, it's a bit complicated. It was an UMA based like these KPI options, but it was one of these programs to try to incentivize people. Yep. uh join and so over the last month or two we've managed to like get dig back to peg it's rebased up a little bit yep. and actually over the last like few weeks it almost is behaving like an almost stable coin which is pretty cool right? mm. yeah, yeah that's great
0: good stuff good stuff yeah, that's a tough, uh, tough thing, I mean, yeah.
1: even through a lot of, so bitcoin's been pretty volatile in this time as well right like that it, it's not that everything's just stood still it's bitcoin's been moving and dig's been following it and yeah like that's really exciting
0: Totally. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, that's super exciting. Um, the and so, drops, you can yeah, roll. yeah. Talk, talk to me about, uh, what else is going on here?
1: I mean, we have done airdrops, but those are all like from years ago.
0: Okay. Uh, so, older the
1: uh, Badger drop. I mean, uh, that was an NFT. I think like actually all the, all that stuff is pretty old. Okay. Um, so the experimental vaults there. I don't think we have any right now, but like sometimes we launch beta vaults or like, so we have this process of bringing new vaults to market, right? Um, And there's two questions we have. Like one is, is it like economically feasible, sustainable and beneficial, right? So like, are there good yields? Are the yields gonna like hold up to the AUM we're gonna put into it? And are they gonna like drop off right away? Or is this like somewhere where, like there's a good yield environment for a while, right? Um, And then the other question is security, right? Uh, We're super, super, super careful about security. We have a lot of review processes, but part of our review process is once we're ready to launch a vault, we do either a beta or a guarded launch, right? The beta is when we're not sure about anything. We're not even sure we're going to run it. And that usually shows up in the experimental. Yep. Um, And then the guarded vault, so like this, we launched yesterday. Yep. Um, It it's capped right now so you, one user can only deposit $150,000 and there's a $2 million limit mm-hmm. right and we'll basically run it like that for a week we've got a bunch of white hats we say hey guys they've already all looked at it but we say hey there's money at this in this thing now right go t- try to take another crack at it mm-hmm. like once security experts have, have you know taken their sixth attempt and said like no we really can't get the coins right then we'll go ahead and open it up and it'll move to the set vaults page
0: Nice, that's great, cool, cool. And so, tell me about uh, the Badger DAO token
1: and uh, and how you guys run the DAO. So, I mean, Badger, the Badger DAO token is a is a governance token, um, yep. much like I think. Yarn or Sushi or, or most places, right? We're most of these days. We're still on like a snapshot based governance, right? So yeah. we we're, we're, launched with the goal of on-chain governance, but it's really expensive. And actually most people don't want to hold Badger, right? They yeah. want it now or they want it somewhere else. And with snapshot, we're able to count all that. Yeah. And so our pro- again, we're very community focused. We really don't do anything without the community, right? Yeah. The process tends to be, we're thinking about something. The team has an idea, we're moving towards it. If you go to our Discord, which is very active, um, yep. there's this RFF section. So the next thing we do is we do an RFF yep. and we go to the Discord community and say, this is what we want to do, this is what we're thinking, what do you think, right? And particularly when it comes to boost and economic stuff, like there's a lot of people that are really into this stuff. So you yep. get a lot of really rich feedback um, and it can be noisy sometimes, right? But it's <laughs> it's worth it, it's super rich, right? Like it's it's, it's ideas that you would never, ever, ever have Totally. On your own. So we go through this RFF process, right? Out of the RFF process, we then kind of make a decision. So we have two ways that we decide to actually do things, right? One is we have a council the council of badgers which is uh six people that have been elected from our community mm-hmm. um and for like small economic decisions or things that need to happen fast so like there's a quick change and we want to react now and you know we want to admit 10,000 Badger in this set next week, because there's a reason or like that goes to the council. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then anything that's bigger or that the council isn't real clear on or that the council's like, hey, like, we're not sure that we should be making this decision. Yep. We then go through kind of this standard, we go to the forum, there's a, a you know, a discourse forum and people can talk about <laughs> it. And then there has to be like a quorum of like 50 or so approvals, at which point then it goes to like a snapshot where we do a token vote and the majority wins
0: cool interesting well that's uh yeah sounds sounds good i one of the things i definitely love in crypto is the extent to which it's very community driven lots of involvement lots of different people's ideas lots of contributors do you have much in terms of kind of like if people want to contribute say they have a coding background or something like that they can contribute to building something or yeah
1: absolutely i mean the one thing i would say is like nobody you know so badger started with spada who isn't a developer that like chuck 50k at someone i think to like build a vault right and then lots of discord and made a bunch of noise and people just showed up so like everybody on the team just showed up on our discord right or and then at some point we uh we started running so if you go to gitcoin we have a pretty like right now we're doing big hackathons we post a lot of bounties on gitcoin so we started posting bounties on our on our discord and then we kind of realized we could reach more developers and more people through gitcoin so I would say if you want to get involved, like, go look at, at, at Badger on Gitcoin. Like, we've always got bounties up, like, if you want to get paid right away and make some money and, and live and learn, right? Yeah. Or come to our BadgerDAO Discord. And, like, there's a very, very lively conversation. There's a really rich community there. And, you know, like, I mean, people just start doing stuff. There's this guy, Vipes, that started giving everybody these, these emojis that we call them, like, Badgers. They're kind of like punks, but, like, Badger-shaped Right, so you just started sending them to everyone and it, and it got to be a thing and now half the Discord has it. Now there's like a bunch of people and we're gonna do like a big NFT drop and an LM event, right? And it just kind of, you know, some guy was passionate about his NFTs and, not, and out of nowhere, like that's what we're doing now. So like we, we cool. are more than most, we really are like can we open to the community and, and really welcome anybody to come and yeah, join in.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks for taking the time to explain to us a bit about Badger. It sounds like, I mean, for people, again, like I mentioned the same thing at the beginning. In my experience, most things are not that good for earning yield on Bitcoin. So having something that actually is good is yeah. <laughs> yeah, like pretty important, <laughs> especially since, I mean, it's the the apex asset, right? Everybody's uh, everybody's holding the most. So... Yeah, absolutely, sounds uh, Sounds really good. So glad you guys are out there building, uh, building this sort of thing. If people,
1: uh, go ahead. I said thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%, well, thank you. Uh, if people want to, I imagine uh, they can get in touch with you or something, messaging you through the Discord or through Telegram or something like that, or?
1: Yeah, uh, so my name is Tritium, T-R-I-T-I-U-M, the isotope of hydrogen. Okay. Uh, and you'll find me on our Discord. I'm like right up in top, like Badger Leads. I'm there. You can find me. Um, yeah, just that's really, if you want to get in touch, just jump in our Discord and be like, hey, I saw you guys on DeFi Yield. I have a question. And you'll you'll you will be greeted with open arms by many people.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. Guys, go ahead and check it out. Give it a thumbs up. And uh, we're going to look forward to seeing you on the next interview.